Boy, there's a lot of drama happening in the EDN sphere and all relates to never say die and not paying their artists. Microphone check, one, two, three, four, let's go! What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolf Bat Podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happens on a weekly basis here in the entertainment industry. Whether it's stuff that happens on the behind the scenes, our fresh perspective to some of the reactions of stuff that really happens, and exposing some ugly truths that people still to this day don't believe it. I'm your host, Wolfson, and without further ado, let's get down with the shiznits. Um, so this is actually a very um interesting podcast episode today. Just today, even though every other episode to me is always interesting, there's always content. Like again, I keep telling everybody, life finds its way, man. Content finds its way over to my podcast. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. But today, we're definitely going to be talking about the recent drama that's been happening in the music scene, in most, in most part in the bass music scene, about the recent um, accusations and allegations on Never Say Die. If, for those of you who don't know who Never Say Die is, Never Said Die was once upon a time one of the biggest dubstep labels and revered to be one of the greatest of all times. Or some can argue, I can say it's Monster Cat. Monster Cat has always been one of the greatest EDM labels. But Never Said Die always focus on the bass. Widely recognized. I mean, we got like the biggest acts from the dubstep scene. Like Zomboy was the like the like the lead guy, the main dude for Never Say Die. He was basically the face of Never Say Die, Zomboy. It was him. There was Schism, who was the, who was also part of, I mean, he was the label owner of it. Um, there was also ads like Lats, Must Die, Abstract, um, Shoe Company, Bad Clad, Midnight Tyrannosaurus came out from there. I mean, Careless Castle when he was a dare. Dr. Ozzy, like I'm telling you, some of the biggest ads of bass music came from Never Say Die and still release music on Never Say Die. Eptic. I mean, come on. Eptic. But yeah, it was that in, in competition with Disciple, which Disciple is still, I feel like Disciple right now is like the biggest dubstep label in the world right now. I don't think anybody isn't compare contrast with them. I mean, you can say Cannibal Records or Subsidia, but I still, or DPMO, all love from those, but I feel like Disciples, like rank wise. But remember what I said earlier, it was once upon a time because not too long ago, I think it was this year, never say die, basically say die. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, it just, uh, I believe that the, the label itself uh, just decided to pull the plug and call it quits because they say, they're not making that much money out of it, and they're, they're investing more, and they're and they have to make some layoffs, and they decide like, you know what? Let's just pull the plug and that's it. Call it a day. That's what really went down with the label. I mean, legendary label, legendary, uh, questionable artists. There's some artists I'm like very questionable artwork and stuff, like a little bit too too much for me, even though it's dope, I guess. But I don't know. There was just a few questionable things out of it, not not in a bad way. It was just like more of the design, but I get it. They were very niche. Not anybody could sign to never say that. Like you had to be recommended by someone that knows somebody that knows somebody. And you have to be at that same level of production level. Like anybody, anybody short less than that is like, like, sorry, guys, like you won't be able to release here. And it sucks because they both had two labels. They had the actual mainstream never say die. And they had the uh, black label. I think a black, uh, the black label was my favorite black label of never say that because they it was more underground it was sure it, it became more rhythm or trench however you want to call it some of, some of your favorite artists came out from there you know and it was much more easier to to go about there you know but i mean that's why it's a once upon a time i mean times change they couldn't make it and disciple beat them i guess in that course if you guys follow the disciple and never say that if you whatever i mean 
I, they were dope. They were dope labels at the time. It was a dope label. And it's sad that it got released. Now, I know like certain things that happened behind the scenes on that label specific. And I know some of the details. And then the reason why I know is because I've I've worked and have been tutored by some of the greatest. Like, for example, Careless Castle used to be one of my one of my tutors. And he would tell me like stuff from there. I mean, my bro Needy, shout out to him. He would tell me stuff from there. You know, like they believe it or not, the song that Needy once upon a time released on Crack, which was like one of the biggest dubstep songs around that time that everybody in Ultra was playing that song, was supposed to be released in Never Say Die. Yeah. But Never Say Die wanted to change the the melodies, they want to change the job, and a bunch of other stuff they want to change. And Needy's like, no, like. I want the song to be listening like this, and this is how it is. I mean, you got your biggest act playing this song. Like, no, it's going to be that. And they were like, well, if you don't change it, then we can't release it. And he's like, all right, bet. Not releasing it. A few weeks later, got released on Musical Freedom, Tiesto's label, and Tiesto played it at Ultra. Who's the winner here? But that's just like the minor things that I know. Like, like nothing, nothing bad, bad like ever happened to that label like nothing like that I've heard of like it's only it's more like how niche these people are how like stickler they are or how dumb they are I guess I don't know until the other day in which I was scrolling to Twitter and then all of a sudden this whole Twitter drama came about left field about certain artists not getting paid from never say die now what am I talking about I I was looking into it and then you got these few there's free artists. So far, there's only free. Um, believe it's on Trinity, Veer, and Jinky. Jinky. I, I have to look over again. Um, these artists went on blast on Twitter saying indicating that never say die or NSD never pay me. Or they never paid them back, and they and I'm we're gonna we're gonna take a look and we're gonna give our 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 cre- our feedback towards it. And it went back and forth in which artists from former or former label artists like Megalodon, I forgot Corey, sorry, sorry Corey, Megalodon absolutely was one of the poster boys for never NSD, you know, sick as fuck. But uh, Corey uh, Megalodon had to like chime in. A bunch of other people had to chime in. My boy Zeta had to chime in. My boy Infinite had to chime in. Um, Frantic had to chime in. Lats had to chime in. Like there was just a back and forth in which some of these people like weren't aware of. And then like the backlash coming from from people like the the consumers that say, "Oh, this, this is how you treat your your up and coming artists. That's fucked up. The NSD didn't pay you that." And and I, and I had to dig in even more. And I had to look for it more and more. And it's the more I, the more I like unravel the mysteries of this all allegedly uh, allegations, the more I see like a more clear view. Again, these are my, in my opinions, based of whatever it's out there, whatever it's being exposed in Twitter. These are my personal opinions, and this is what I think of. Okay, so before you start trying to cancel me and saying you're not in it for the artist. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm always going to be for the artist because A, usually I'm the first artist, the first podcaster, first podcaster, I guess, that interviews these artists before they fucking blow up. Anybody can vouch for me. Anybody. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to call out anybody. I'm not trying to force anybody to say anything otherwise. But based on my, um, on the release episodes and the times that I've that reach out to these artists. Usually I'm the first one to discover them before. Oh shit. Yeah. This guy's dope. Like, how oh, how coincidence. I've been saying that since the very beginning. Where were you when they were like trying to? Usually I'm the I'm the first person. I'm not, I didn't try to be the, I'm not trying to shame anybody. I'm, it's just like it is what it is. I I'm literally the first person who discovers these artists before they blow up. Perfect example. Um Lost Chameleon, um, we got Goon, we got Dream Takers, AK Rennie. And I mean, if you want to take a step forward, Dr. Ushu, I'm the first person who interviewed him. When he just, as soon as he won that remix with uh, never with Disciple, I, I reached him out and say, hey, bro, you want to do an interview? Let's do it, man. Why not? 
Him and his brother Bizu as well. I didn't interview Bizu. Dope fucking producers. Eh? All these people are fucking dope producers. Alas. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about, you know, my credentials. Is like, I'm not here to bash anybody. I'm, I'm, this is my opinion. We're going to take a look at this whole drama and unraveling it into nice, neatly in a tight little boat. And we're going to do some, some talks because I think like the major issue with some of these artists is that A, they're young people. B, they didn't know what they signed up for, meaning that they didn't read contracts. And what did I always say about people? What do I always tell you guys? Read your fucking contracts because you want to avoid situations like this. And C, we also going to discuss like the revenues that because people still, again, even after I've done episodes, dedicated an episode on how much you literally make on a stream and and we're also going to, and D, we're going to talk about, like, again, I can't believe we're circling back to stuff that I've already mentioned. But again, we it has to come back with something. We're going to talk about why you don't make, as an EDM producer, as an EDM artist, you don't make money out of music. You make money out of per merchandise and touring. Those are your big major contributor factors for you to live a nice, good life as an EDM producer. Touring and merch. Sometimes sample packs. Sell them on supplies. And yeah, sure, why not? M music? There's no way you're ever going to make money out of music. Especially in the EDM. And it's and we're going to compare that to the mainstream music industry. Like in the, in the pop, mainstream, open format, uh, rock and rap and hip hop. That We're going to give some comparisons, all right? So let's get started. The first thing. So this is the tweet that I'm talking about. As you guys can see, we got this guy. He goes by the alias um, Trinity. I've heard of his music. Dope. Very dope. 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 Dope producer. This is what he posted um, on his Twitter. Before I get to, hold on. Before I get into this, once things for sure, I will tell you guys this. If you have a problem don't put it out there on social media. Honestly, nothing comes, nothing good comes of you putting it out on social media. Like the batting average is 50-50 and sometimes it's even 70-30. There are more misses than hits that something good will, will come out. In fact, the misses are the bad things. The backlash is why not. So there's a batting average of 70-30 even, or even more. If you have certain frustrations, you don't need to put put it out there in the world so people can feel pity of you or feel sorry. Even though I'm not I'm not trying to feel sorry for this guy or, or not. I, I'm not trying to say anything negative about it. I'm just saying in general, like if you have some personal beef with somebody or you have problems with somebody, go email them direct. And if you think that social media is the best way, all right, then put it out on social media. But know this, know the repercussions of putting it out there in the public because now... You, you're going to be consumed by the public opinion, the court of public opinion. And sometimes it could backfire. I'm just saying. So if you got some beef with somebody, just don't, don't put it on social media. It's a mess. It's a drama. Content for me. And I don't care. So I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. So Trinity, his statement is, never say that I stole my music because I'm Russian. Big accusation. Big accusation. Last time I checked, they're not, they're not xenophobic. They're not racist. They're not anything. Because if they were, they would have never put uh, Dr. Ozzy, and he's Indian. Same thing. And some of uh, some of the other ads, like I think it's either abstract or eptic or lats. Like they're they're not from the UK. They're, one of those guys are not from the UK. They're from somewhere in Europe. I mean, again, they say it because I'm Russian. Trinity, right from the right from the start, you get the button. Congratulations, you played yourself. Hi, this is Trinity. I like to tell that Never Say Die stole everything I released under their label just because I happen to be Russian. Big accusations. Big accusations. But maybe his English is broken. We don't know. This is like way too woke shit. Um, for more than half of a year, starting from February 2022, I have not been paying my royalties. In the end of 2022, I contacted them about why I was not receiving any sort of information. 
They sent me a standard report of how much they owe me. And one month later, I was denied payment. All right. That statement alone already says enough. I have not been paid for my royalties. I don't know if you got if you read the contract or if you thought about it. Typically, royalties is 50-50 split, right? Some labels will try to, you know, jank your arm, be like, we'll take 60, you take 40. And some, or it could even be more. And first thing you did right is contacting and say, hey, why hasn't it been right? Because no, typically royalties, you get paid after a certain amount has reached. And then once that certain amount of reach, then they'll send you a check. Typically, it takes like six months to a year for you to get paid. I don't know everybody's time process of on doing these royalties things, but but according to this, that line, that sentence, they say that they send him a, a report like this is how much you you did and whatnot. We're gonna talk about that later. So they so far they, they didn't do anything and wrong, I guess. If this was all contract contract based, then they didn't do anything wrong. But according to him, despite the case being a one-sided contract violation, by uh, violation, by violation, violation, violation. All right. I still tried to find a consensus and solve the problem with the meth with other methods because for many years, never say die was a label I respected that they gave me a positive feelings. And motivation for new music. Unfortunately, my attempts were in vain. My last request of transferring my music to a platform suitable for me was also denied. I was only offered to wait until the political situation stabilized. But I think every sane person understands. Every sane, oh, every sane person understands. This will either happen in many years from now or it will not happen at all. So unfortunately, if you're not going to get paid because you're saying I'm Russian, like you're right. It's not because you're Russian. It's because you live in Russia. And Russian, uh, Russia has been have been uh, cut off their sanctions. So you have to go to your government for them to do something about it because you, Russian can, and Russians... The Ru- Russia or world cannot be receiving anything from any country because of what they're doing right now. It's unfortunate, but that's the political situation that's currently happening right now. Russia is at war uh, Ukraine because they're trying to invade uh, a land and they try to take that land for themselves. Obviously, the whole world be like, no, your sanctions are being cut off. You get no support for anyone, anyone in the world. So... Unfortunately, it's such that you live in Russia and then you had to deal with this shit means that it will affect you financially on that aspect. But it's not because you're Russian and they're not they don't want to pay you because you're Russian. No, it's because the political situation that's happened. So don't make two things to make to make one thing the same. Like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, that's not true. I don't know. Motivation me, unfortunately, the attempts were vain. My last request transferred to music to a blower suitable was denied. That's kind of suck. But again, if Never Say Die or any label owns your masters, you have no rights whatsoever. You can negotiate for the rights of your song so you can transfer it to another platform. But again, that's all based on the contract that you signed. And if you if you didn't read your contract, you didn't see it. And it's like, there's nothing that you can do. But again, we're trying to I'm just trying to play off everything that's happening from here. Therefore, all the music I put in my heart and soul live into for many years simply no longer belongs to me because it was shamelessly stolen. Probably posting this text is social media is the only thing I can do. Incorrect. And by the way, guys, I never understood of owning something that you cannot physically own. It's all digital. I mean, if you have the original projects, you have the song. The song is yours, no matter what. I guess because you don't get money out of it and the money doesn't go straight to you. I guess that's why it means. But let's not forget, guys. Like, we're, this is a business deal. Like, we're doing this for money's sake. So we're not doing this because, like, we care and love about it. Like, let's stop bullshitting each other. Um, 
And the, again, this whole, whole social media, you shouldn't post it unless it's your last resort, but it's like the backfire. There's also a very important thing which needs to be understood. I did not choose to be Russian or, or not Russian. Okay. I did not make any decision for the politics of my country. I'm just a simple musician in pursuit of his dreams. Therefore, I do not think I deserve to be fooled and, and to have my content stolen. Advice for starting musicians before you sign a contract with a label. Think twice. Other things written there do not hold any actual weight. Smiley face. Uh, That's not a good look, but all right. P.S. I will be thankful to each and every one for support. If you face a similar situation with this label, be vocal about it and don't keep silent. Oof. That statement alone. Uh, the advice was good. I mean, yeah, just read your fucking contract before you sign. The part that says anything written there do not hold any actual weight. False. Anything that's written and two parties have been signed, you can take that to court and you can definitely like get something out of it. I, but like again, the situation in Russia is difficult for you to do anything because everything must be cut off. So that statement itself of saying that, you know, I did not wish to be Russian and I do not take any political decision. Like, bro, like it doesn't matter whether you're Russian or not. It, you live in Russia, you take your money from Russia. Like the situation that's happening in Russia does affect you and it does affect everyone else. You're not the only one in this boat. Unfortunately, there's other Russian people that are like are affected by this and they can't do anything about it. Unfortunately, that's what it. So you making that statement that, you know, you're um, they're they're stealing from him because I'm Russian so they can take advantage of this. And like it's like, bro, sorry, like that whole woke shit is not going to be that. And I'm not trying to be against this guy. Like, I feel like this guy is trying his hardest to get some help or some closure out of it. But I feel like him and the other artists did not do the diligence and read and don't understand what really goes down behind the scenes on labels and how much they invest and spend on money on releasing a song. Basically, um, let me put this right here. Let me put it this way, guys. There's a reason why I tell people, it's just like, guys, if you can self-release your songs, just self-release them. Simple as that. You don't need a label to release your music. You really don't. You can do it. If you find a publishing deal, uh, a publishing company that can publish your music and you get 100% of your royalties and you know how to market, just, yeah, just do it. Market your song, get the publishing deal. You're, you own your songs 100%. Get, get that money, you know? But alas, a lot of people don't do that because, again, they don't have the resources. They don't have the money. So they don't have the time. This is like, And it's understandable why they will prefer to get released on, our, on a record label. Because record label has all of that. And all you got to do is just sign a paper and have that song released. You know, you don't have to pay anything. That's the, ben the benefits of, um, of going on an EDM label. Um, they don't really put money in front of you. like Or like in a sense, like, you know, like how... Big mainstream lyrical labels like hip hop record labels and, and whatnot, they'll they'll give you money up front. They'll say, like, here's here's a hundred thousand dollars. This is our loan to you, basically. Use that hundred thousand dollars to pay off the producer, the marketing team, the publicist, um, your tour for transportation and whatnot, to make this song great and whatnot, and then we'll recover back for how much you sell and whatnot. That's the that's the bargain of business in the EDM world doesn't work that way or it doesn't work, go that way, which I feel like that's good. In the EDM world, basically how it goes is that, you know, you sign the papers, you release, release the music and uh, they'll, they'll take care of everything. You don't have to spend a dime. It's just your time and energy and that's it. You don't have to spend a time. You don't have to spend a dime. They'll they'll. They'll do everything. And then whenever the song gets released and it gets the plays that it gets the plays, then whatever they invest on it, then they're going to take it out of you. And then once they do, they'll send you the money, the rest to you. And that's how it works. Hence why I tell people, you don't really make money on making music. You make money on merchandise, uh, tour, and sometimes sample packs. I've been saying this for quite some time and I've been making calculations and maths and other bullcrap. People don't believe me, but what the heck do I know, right? 
So now that we know that that's what's what's what, Trinity and a few others came out like Veer and Jinky. I only saw like the Veer post and the and the Trinity post. I didn't see the uh, the other guy, but this is what's up. And here are some of the replies that we're gonna look over. We're gonna talk about it, and then we're gonna throw our final thoughts in all this. So you put it back again. So he replied after the, after his post and he says, perhaps I should be clarified that NSD doesn't pay not only me because of sanctions, but also other artists who have not fit to do with Russia and sanctions. Perhaps someday they will declare themselves, but I don't have the right to name them. Every situation is different. I'm not trying to defend them, but okay. So in that statement, sure. If that's true, then, then that's fucked up from NSD. That's fucked up. But then here we are, some of the NSD guys that used to work with that label for many, many years and have been releasing music for many, many years and know how the ins and outs. And here they are speaking. Starting with Megalodon. So Megalodon basically say, don't think they can legally send you money due to current sanctions on Russia. I don't think it's their fault nor yours that Russia invaded Ukraine. True, exactly. But my best advice would be to do what a lot of Russian companies have done recently and set up your company in another country. Hard and need resources for that, but it's the only feasible way to get your money. Apparently, you don't understand that we uh, we are talking about any available possible ways to solve these problems. And that, and that before writing this, I waited in communication for a long time. You signed a contract with the label. They technically have the copyright. And if you're airing it out on social media, it isn't a good look. Accusing them of fooling or stealing from you is not accurate. Again, like sometimes taking it to social media, it's very hard. And I have to go with Corey on this aspect because Corey is a diehard to that label. But he, it's because he's loyal to fault. That's the type of man he is. He's, he's a loyal person. And it's, I'm not trying to be biased in all this as much as I, I want to, but I'm not. I'm not being biased. I'm trying to look at this at, the, at his perspective and others' perspective. I'm trying to look at, see what goes and goes. Like, I understand the frustrations from Trinity. It's like not, not getting paid for it. But at the same time, I still believe like you don't make money from the EDM labels. Like, that's, that's, that was never a thing. And if you weren't aware of that, then, you know, that's, that's on you, honestly. But again, some others chime in and say, what the fuck is this take? What uh, what they are doing is morally wrong by withholding this artist of their fruits, of their labels, which they owed. They they technically have the copyright and you sign a contract. It's not a moral explanation. And Megalodon says, like, read my first comment. They're not, they, they not only can legally send him money, but there's no way they possibly can unless they flew to Russia and took the rubbles and gave it to him. I'm referring to the desire by the artists to reclaim their words. Allowing this will be moral solution by a record label. By denying it, they are effectively holding the artist's music originally IP and all monetary value houses. Do you see that's kind of a fit? So you're saying that it's okay to break the contract for a track release many years ago. Have it taken off from Spotify Apple Music because of something that is out of the label's control and expect this from a label that doesn't exist or have staff to even handle this situation. Could have not said it any better. I was going to say that, but yeah, it's true. Remember earlier in the statement, never say that I basically like dissolve this. I don't know. It was it this year or last year they got dissolved. So it's like, how are you going to, and, and it's like in a bankrupt situation. How are you going to get paid from a company that went in bankrupt? How are you going to get paid from a company that does not exist? They don't have any money. They don't receive any money. Any checks is no. Like any, honestly, I need to take a look, deep dive on that. Like when, when a company doesn't exist, where do all those royalties go? Who do they go to? I might actually have to do an episode about that. Shit. I'm confused by this argument. It's neither illegal nor, nor morally wrong to mutually break a contract because it's negatively affecting one party, no matter what the age of the contract. Uh, I disagree with that because that's if we decide to d destroy contracts based on moral and unethical things, then having a piece of paper writing down sign up means no value to any contract in the world. 
if we start to break that off, then so where do we hold the moral standards? Like it's it has to be. And it illegal, it is illegal. It is illegal to break a contract because they can get personally pro- uh, persecuted for that. You broke the law in a sense. Ending a copyright after it's been out for a long period of time is extremely difficult. Dealing with the same thing right now, and it's a bitch. All he needs to do is open a bank account in a different country. Airing it out on social media is unprofessional and does nothing. I agree with him. And other people responded. Naughty steps. Uh, Holy shit, I really hope this is a result because it ain't good. It ain't good. That's all you got to say, dude? Seriously? Like, you couldn't say anything? I mean, I guess he's trying to be like, you know, I'm trying to be good on both sides. I'm trying to be good with the artists and I'm trying to be good with the labels. Sure. Be that way. I don't care. Our prophet, however, the guy is a bullet train, basically. He will tell you the true, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, even if you don't like it. And sometimes some of his states are wild and stupid. And I'm like, dude, come on, chill the fuck down. But in this one, I, I had to like it because I agree. This is something. And remember, NSD is a UK record label. It's not an American UK record label. So there's different laws with American and, and UK. So if there's different laws with UK, with Russian and whatnot. So Odd Profit said, UK companies are banned from providing an accounting to anyone Russian since July 22. Oh, that makes more sense. Now it makes more sense. So he posted out Russian service sanctions overview on July. So the Russia, any UK sanctions anywhere and other persons in the UK are prohibited to provide accounting business and management. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, now it makes a lot more sense. Maybe they do, maybe they don't have the money, but if they do, it's like we can't give it to you. Seriously, it, it's and because we're under on contract, we can. Um, others chime in and Trinity be like, be less aggressive as you are making your life worse by doing so. I don't know. That's basically what it is. This whole thing started, and then now there's like a whole, whole back and forth. I actually saved some of the stuff, you know. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, some of the stuff that I sent. Ah, Solari, who's in, uh, who's the A&R for Bypass Audio, I believe, or Floods. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Um, he said this: My stance on NSD situation. Jico, Veer, and Trinity all should be paid. It's unacceptable, regardless of the globe situation, for sure. But you can't dismiss the sanctions in Trinity's situation. Jico and Veer should 100% get the money they are over uh, are over from NSD, regardless, and should definitely contact them or ask the rights to their music back if they're not getting paid. Trinity's situation is difficult because no matter the situation, Trinity will always be on the loss. He should be asking for the rights to his music back. And if he does not get them right back, then NSC is a major fault. I'm not here to discuss logistics, but the situation is fucked. And regardless, I strive for all artists to be paid what they owe, even if it's minuscule. Full Flights Audio is one of those labels that does that incredibly. I never released with them. Hopefully, I will in the future. And so has Bypass, whatever. Um, that statement alone is pretty neutral. I'll have to give it to him. That's actually pretty good. Good job. I have to agree with, yeah, everything. He, because he definitely made, he definitely did say, like, in Trinity's situation, like, Trinity literally is at the last in all this because he currently lives in Russia. And because of the political situation that's happening with Russia, no matter what, how, however you want it, portrayed it, Trinity is going to be on a loss and he will not get his music back or he's not going to get paid from his music back. Again, guys, we're going to talk about later. Just a few more. Just bear with me about getting paid or whatnot. No matter what. Now, the whole Jiko and Veer situations, he did. Um, I'm with him. Like, if NSC did this stuff, bro, pay them back. What the fuck? Even if you're dissolved, like, whatever. But it, I don't know how that works when a company ceases to assist. Like, who's the next to Kim in a sense? Like, like if any other money, where's it going to? Like, honestly, if there's any money, um, sharks definitely put put out a statement which I I agree. As much as I enjoy Jacob and Vera a bunch, I don't know if they read the contracts or not. But there 
are entire sections about assets, visuals, expenses. NSDR costs a lot. Unfortunately, you need like 100K plus streams per lease to start getting paid if you count our expenses plus 50 split. That being said, I still think NSD was super sus behind the scenes in general for many things I've seen myself. 100% agree with Sharks on this. This statement alone says a lot. And it and I agree with what he's saying. Yes. The I think this is all um, with all free artists. I believe this is all in con I haven't read my contract and how my contract works. I feel that that's what it is. Because people don't realize, like, again, what I said earlier, you, you don't get paid any money up from, like, other labels, like, other mainstream labels. Um, EDM labels are different. Like, you only get, like, royalties out of it and whatnot because the label will take care of it. Like, the the artwork, the the marketing, the, the releases, like, all that. They'll take care of it. You just sit down and look pretty. That's pretty much it. People don't realize that making an artwork for, for, an, for one song or for an EP, it costs money. What's the minimum? I've had I've seen people charging like from $150 to $200 to $300 to up to $500. Just one album worth for first song. Yeah. Basically. And I agree. Like what he said, 100 k plus just so you can recoup that money. If you something didn't make 100 k plus and, and hold on. Let's do this little let's do this little calculator right now. You need 100 k plus streams. All right. Say zero zero, let's say zero zero one times a hundred thousand. Streams don't get paid a lot, guys. Streams don't get paid. It's zero point zero zero something. So for you to get a hundred thousand plays on any of these streams, you get back a hundred dollars. That's not enough for for a split. That's not enough for you to recover for you. Obviously, minimum a hundred. We put push more, then obviously the number will be a lot more higher. But that's still not enough. Like again, if you make two, if you make five hundred thousand streams, that's five hundred dollars. That five hundred dollars, the majority of it goes to to the artwork, and then after it goes to the artwork, then it's the split. And then by the time it's like, oh, you only have a hundred dollars. Wow, you're gonna cry about hundred dollars again. A lot of people is like, do a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, and I'm one of those people that say, yeah, same thing, but. Do you really need those 100 dollars? Is this the hill you're willing to die for? Are you going to spend money and time and effort on going to court for $100? Like, I can get those $100 back. If I lose $100, then I lost $100. But get to carry what? I just gained them by just working. I don't know, guys. I don't know. But Shard's point makes a very, very point. And he, again, it's more of the neutral standpoint. But at the same time, he throw a little shade and say, like, that he hears stuff from NSD. I have heard stuff from NSD, but not to that stream that they don't pay the artists. It's more of the a control freak aspect of it. But, you know, um, Zeta, my boy, he says, follow lawsuit. It's a contract both parties legally sign. Let's see what the law says. Doesn't get paid you as much engagement on social media, but will surely solve the issue. I 100% agree with him. Just go to court if, if, if that's what you want. But then again, it, you're not going to get paid that much out of it. Another one says, Veer should actually send out an email maybe and, and maybe ask instead of going straight to social media for a cloud. It's literally the least that he can do. 100%. I agree. I agree with this. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great intakes out of it. Um, This is one that that from my boy Zeta, that 100% I agree with him. Like, And he's been in the industry for ooh, for as long as I can remember. Um, So Frantic basically, so in this post, Frantically, the Frantic said, I'll just say this. I've never seen a cent from label releases. Most contract stipulates you won't be paid until the label recoups the money they put into the release. Say a label spends 500 to a 1K on assets for a release. How many streams would that take to, re to recoup? A lot. I already give you the math that, you know, if your song gets streamed 500,000, that's already $500. That literally covers the entire asset. How are we going to pay you if we don't have money because we just recouped that loss? Elonger says, I don't know, but it's more streams and that most upset chats get in these days. That's for sure. I tell you guys, 
Stubs and Treads don't get don't make the million streams or anything. But no, the highest I've seen is probably six hundred thousand. I don't know, like probably even more. But they're not. They don't make the million streams like that, like other mainstream songs. Zaydak goes to say, I will. I was always paid properly by audio. To be honest, they will even show me breakdowns of all the expenses and why I wasn't getting a payment yet sometimes, which will then add up. The, um, to the next one. Too bad that the label was burned all the way down by because of one person. I agree. Fuck, fuck. That's us. I've literally never been contact about payment from any label, but also I know I haven't got enough strings to get a payout yet. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And then my boy Zeta says, I'm yet to see an underground artist generate $500 in royalties too. What did I just say, guys? Earlier, earlier I mentioned that EDM artists do not get paid by royalties. Now, I've never seen anybody getting paid 500. Not even fucking Skrillex doesn't get paid that much uh, on royalties. And he makes, he, his tracks goes millions and millions on streams. Yet, he doesn't get paid like $500 on just royalties. He probably does. All right, then show me the receipts then at that point. Honestly, he gets hell of a money from touring. For tooling and merchandising and obviously getting paid up front by hip hop artists, you know, for making their songs. Yeah, obviously you get paid a lot of money with that. But music wise, like, nah, it's, it doesn't have that. But in this case, you know, in the underground aspect of us. Yeah, we don't we don't see 500, we don't see real money on royalties. I've never seen anybody getting paid like a lot of money on royalties when you're an EDM artist like this and on any caliber. Honestly, you always get money from the tours. I've already showed you the calculator. Um, Generate 500 in royalties too, other than a couple of really lucky ones. Yeah. Hate to break it to y'all, but platforms barely pays any money, especially when most of us barely break 100K streams. 100%. Just adding to this, I myself have enough tunes over 100K to tell you it's not enough money to make a living of streaming. I feel lucky, but not real luck. Look at this amount for 700. See what I mean? Look at this guy. 767,000 streams. He only gets paid 400 dollars. Well, I got a similar result of finding the KMB tune very low amount considering it's it's very uh, it's very it's right there, guys. Considering the size of the labels and the upset scene, labels and artists should be doing a joint effort to succeed. Artists provide music and vision, labels provide resonance, resources, and bigger platforms. Split the expenses 50 until both parties start making a profit, rarely by the way. I agree. Nobody makes music and money out of a record label. That there was a time in which, like, man, I wish I could have my own record label and release my songs and whatnot. But the amount of money I had to put in, I I foresaw this. Like, I don't think this is worth the money I should be investing in. And I don't think I'm ever gonna see a, a recoup out of that. It's hard. Um, so this is Veer's standpoint. Veer, this is sadly true. Okay. Let's take a look. My situation isn't similar to what happened to Trinity with the whole sense of it, but I've never been paid with NSC either. My situation is completely different because it may just be that my music hasn't recouped the money that has invested into the labor. There you go. You just answered yourself why you haven't get paid, but let's continue. It could also be the fact that I've never reached out to NSC either. Again, your fault. You should have reached out before you you look for cloud on this. I'm this is I'm sorry, Veer. This was not the right way to do things. But I've never reached out because I thought labels give you a regular updates regarding your songs and how much they owe you. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, depending on the label. You still have to do your due diligence and reach out to them. FFA always sends me quarterly updates, even though they barely owe me any money. I also have also heard many cases from artists who have been released with NSD that haven't repaid them. There may be also another reason to uh, at play here that I've been told by people who have been paid by NSD, which is not confirmed, but is most definitely the case. And it's something I don't think I hold legal grounds to share. It's sad because NSD was my dream labor and having experienced this definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth. To add this, yes, I've never reached out to NSD because I've always convinced that they they shut down all services, including their emails. So I was always under the impression that no one was looking at news. But after this, I'm definitely going to reach out and go ask for it. 
instead of going on social media, you should have reached out for them first and then declare yourself, yeah, I haven't got paid too. But did you reach out? No. No. Then what the fuck are you trying to go to this Trinity way for? So what you're seeing, this is Megalodon, by the way. So what you're seeing is you probably haven't recouped your costs nor reached out to them. But airing your grievance with them online due to lack of transparency, I agree that it's always nice to know what's going on with sales, but going public about it is just unprofessional. I agree 100%. Again, you don't have to air your personal shit on online. And seeking online to hopefully see like somebody will find me at a poor poor me, what was me, and getting some retribution out of it may backfire you. If I wanted to support to support an artist I look up to my being who's being dogpiled on with racist things makes me unprofessional, then yeah, sure, let's call it that. What? Nani? Why? Wait, hold on. Let me see. Because people saying I posted that only for cloud. Please go get some help. It was getting extremely tiring seeing people dogpile on Trinity just because he's Russian and keeps trashing on him. That I just wanted people to know that there are many more people who haven't been paid. Again, I feel like it's because you haven't read your contracts. You clearly have no understanding. This is Megalodon. You clearly have no understanding of the situation. If you think this is, has anything to do with race, I agree. It does not. Then you're then you're out of line. Beer. The country he lives is in ban from all international banking systems. So there's nothing anyone can do. Using the race card is completely edgy. I agree. Trinity has released music on NSD multiple times before 2021. They have been on 20, early 2021 to pay him without trouble. Um, if you read this post, it states more of the, than a year and a half. Start February 2022. I have not been paid by royalty, so clearly it was paid until the end of the year. Uh, and here comes Trinity said it's not professional that the label itself does not send regular reports as it must do so even if they release they're not paid off. It's not professional for the label to simply silently stop sending these reports without discussing anything to trying to meet. It's not profession that a year after the, the start of sanctions, the label sends me statuses at my request and promise to pay everything in the near future. But a few weeks later, they refused their words. All the big labels have worked, have been uh, with before, still send me royalties and reports. I don't know how. Besides me and Veer and Jiko, I know at least five other artists who encountered the same problems with this label and have not been able to resolve it until now. You can say whatever you want to try to allocate, defend your friends, but it won't change reality. Yeah, Megalodon's trying hard to defend NSD as much as possible. But the, the Trinity's approach and Beer's approach is not the right way, honestly. Um, yeah, Megalodon is hardcore in defending because that's his own means. That's his this label that he's been defending. And if, here's the thing. Once a crowd, two's, uh, wait, once, once one, two is a crowd, you know, and if, if, if it happens once, it's like, all right, if there's, there's two instances, there becomes a pattern or more, you know? But if you're telling me that out of the, out of the 50 artists that's been released on, on NSD, and you're telling me three of them are having issues, is it really the, the, is it, is it, it's like there's something to call about. If like if they're actually doing this, then you Manazi is full of shit. But if you, you have other 50 artists that have been constantly released on that label and they have been notoriously exclusive to that label, and they have no other issues, and they haven't had any other issues, maybe it's not the label, but maybe it's them not reading contracts and know their situations. That's just me. Tisoki is something I want to hear his his perspective. All right. Veer, I really beg that you re-contracts five times before you sign it. Tisoki is one of the most established artists and it has been a very veteran artist for the longest time. He is straightforward and he's the nicest person for what I've heard and, and everybody in the community loves him. Release NSD multiple times. So listen to, again, Veer, I really beg that you read contracts five times before you sign them. Collectively, both your black label EPs amass around 250 plays. 200,000 plays. All his EPs. Collectively. He said 
collectively. That means like one song did 10K streams, another 50K, but all together, 250. That's pretty much covering your artwork slash assets if you got those done in-house. And if you split were 100% in your favor, which they won't be, NSD aren't trying to rob you. They obviously going to limit con limit content if they if the label has shut down and you're on any of them. Just a waste of resources to reach out to every person who has hit the threshold yet, you know. I couldn't agree more with Tisoki. And Tisoki is one of the Gs, man. Again, 100%. Full Flex Audio says, active label or not, how hard can it be to send royalties that artists are more then rightfully do. Sometimes we're proud of maintaining it. And if we and if an artist approaches a problem in their statement, we simply resolve these issues. I, I agree, but you're not. That's very admirable. And I love that that artists uh, I love I love when labels are actually for the people and they do any everything for the people. Continue that aspect. But not everybody's like NSD guys. Every and you're gonna probably face some of these situations later in the world. Maybe, hopefully not, but Every situation is different. Um, Proto hype. I'm telling you, a lot of people have been. I had to save the bookmarks. This is like wow. But here's here's some of the things, guys. Look, Proto hype state. Um, if a label spreads something like 5k on a PR uh, for your release, and you don't get enough strings to pay back, you don't get paid. <laughs> Self release equals money back, but spend your own money on PR. Big book from a label equals no money spent for you. Chances of no payment. <laughs> Roto High couldn't have not said it any better. Like all the stuff that I had to declare at the end of this, the morally, like Pro High just basically said it for me. Here's the benefits of self-release. Your money is gonna be 100% yours, but you have to invest on your own money on the PR. If you book on any label, no money you have to spend, but expect no money in return. Guys, I've released music from multiple labels, including dubset.net and edm.com as well. Go check it out. Hybrid Trap, Drop Central. Like, I, I could go on and name some of the labels I release. Even, even my vocal pads. I literally don't see any money out of it. All I get is, like, the fame and the exposure and whatnot, which is, like, that's exactly what I needed. All right, perfect. Done. I got my exposure. I'm good. Uh, move on to the next one. Proto High couldn't have not said it any better, man. That was spot on. Spot on. Um, Infinite, my boy Robbie. Shout out to him. Never Say Die has regularly paid me. I don't think a lot of artists understand that when you sign music to labels, you're not going to see a dime until the label recoups all the costs that went into your release. Artwork, visual assets, promotion, press, etc. If the label spends 5K on your release, it needs to make 5K for them to break even to start paying your Other people say it's like every, everyone's different, so I'm definitely not going to talk about others. But yeah, NSC is actually the only label I haven't had issues on. Right? It's literally the same. Yeah, and, and we can go on with this. Um, we're going to wrap this up very quickly. Um, he also, uh, uh, my boy Robbie Infinite, shout out to him. This uh, also said, this NSD slander is wild to me. I have some horrendous experience with regulators and NSD was... Was the standout most of the top tier of their shit? Most provision, no bullshit, no fuck arounds. Yeah, that's true because again, NSD was like the main number one dubstep label in the entire world. Like, I don't, it, it was a competition with Disciple and Cannibal, and I don't know who else was on top of them, but yeah, it because they have one of the highest standards. So obviously, they can be, you know, unprofessional in certain aspects. I can't speak for anyone else's experience, but this unpaid royalty shit doesn't make sense to me. I agree with you on that. Now, we got some others that have released, and we're going to wrap it up with Lats's comments. Um, Lats commented and says, NSZ is the best run label I've worked with. They have someone still running the accounting. So if you're not seeing that, it's because your music ran at a loss and it hasn't recovered art promo, etc. Not a good look for you to renting without researching or reaching out. I agree. This thread just gets more and more insane. NSD didn't steal anything. The UK can't send money to Russia right now. You can see your statements with your pro if you're signed up. If you haven't recouped, there's no money to get. Renting with no research or reaching out ain't a good look. And the last thing he says, it's, it's in the contract that he signed. That's how labels run. This is how the music industry is. If you want an artwork, you pay for it out of pocket or recoup it. 
If you don't want and know any of the industry, best sit down. Emotional. Damn what are my it. thoughts in all this, guys? Um, it's gonna sound very bad for me, but I believe, I strongly believe that this is all a miscommunication based on these artists not reading the contracts. That's why I always tell everybody, read your fucking contracts. Read it 23 fucking times, a hundred times if you want to. Send it to a lawyer, pay the money or go to any forum or, or blog or whatever. Read your contracts, guys. I cannot stress it because I'm pretty sure some of the problems that these people really don't realize it comes from not reading the contracts, number one. Number two, um, people don't realize how much you get out of streams. Again, I can't believe I had to re recant this shit over and over. The reason why um, the acts like Bieber's and 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 Taylor Swift's and, and Nicki Minaj and shit and whatnot get money out of their songs for the streams is because they reach like millions, millions, hundred millions views and streams and whatnot. They're gonna see that money back. That's a couple thousand dollars. But when you make a hundred k plays, hundred k plays, hundred thousand plays. You're gonna see a hundred dollars out of. It. That's how it works. I didn't. I didn't invent this. This is all. This is all public knowledge. This is. This is all public knowledge that you can just Google and say how much does a string cost. One string cost on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, uh, freaking YouTube, uh, Amazon Music, like anywhere. Just they're gonna literally show you. It's zero point zero zero one or zero point zero 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 one or zero point zero zero one. Like that, it's crazy, but it, it is true. It's public knowledge. Go check it out. So the difference, between, again, between EDN artists, Protohype couldn't have said it any better. Protohype basically said, if you want to self-release, you're going to get your money 100%, but you have to invest on your own money for PR. And if you're going to release on labels, you don't have to pay the dime, but you there's a chance that you're not going to get paid because they need to recoup your what they invested on. That's at every fucking label. Difference on, on EDM labels and big other mainstream labels is that labels, they pay you up front, but they expect you to, to pay them back. It's basically a loan. Say, I'm giving you 100K. This is 100K for you. This is not for you. This is 100K that we're loaning you so you can pay the artwork, so you can pay the PR, the marketing, the, the, the engineers, the, the transportation, whatever. We expect you to recover that plus interest. It's always like that on big labels. With EDM labels, you don't see that. It's usually like what Proraha is saying, you know? But people don't realize EDM labels spend, invest money onto your project. If they really love it and they want to release it, they are going to invest some of their own money for you, you know? And so again, some of these graphic designs cost from $200 to $500. So if you only make $100, and they spend two hundred dollars on an artwork. You, they, they're still all a hundred dollars. Literally, obviously, you're not gonna pay them. They have to figure out a way how to recover that. But that's how EDM labels work. Unfortunately, I hope that there was some other way. Um, with the situation with Trinity and Beer and Jingle. Look, Trinity, I'll be honest with you, my man. It sucks that you're going through this. And again, if this is all true for an NSD, this is only. I'm doing this on the perspective of me looking at what's happening in the world, like me looking at the Twitter wars, you know, and whatnot, and listening to these guys, and at the same time listening to and to to all the all the other artists that's literally been releasing their music and these labels, and they can tell you a better perspective than anyone else. Trinity, it sucks that you're in this situation, and if NSC did do this, they need to answer for it, man, and 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 we need to hold them accountable. The situation that you are right now, you cannot get paid no matter what. It sucks. Unless you move out of Russia and move somewhere else, like, I'm sorry. And taking it to social media, it's not the, not, not the right way to do it, my man. I'm sorry. Not the right way to do it. So I'm sorry. And I feel, I feel because you're a young artist, I feel it's because you didn't read your contract. And you didn't understand how much they have to recover in order for them to pay you. Same thing goes with Veer. Veer, you're on your 20s. And I feel like what you did was just clout and you didn't read your contract. Because the more I'm looking at your Twitter, the more you're like, oh shit, wait a minute. I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more and now I'm understanding a lot more. Yeah, because you didn't do exactly what you were supposed to, which reached it now first. 
And you saying like, I haven't reached it now, but yeah, I'm one of those people that haven't got paid. Like that's cloud. You didn't, you didn't have to say that. You can just say like, I need, let me reach down and say, Hey, what's my money and why not? It's if free artists are telling you that they haven't get paid, but you're telling me this 50 other artists said they have gotten paid. Is it really the label's fault? Or is it like their fault because they, they didn't read the contract? I don't know, guys. Morally, um, my thoughts, I think it's because they didn't read the contracts. Based on the information that I've got, it could be, it could, I could be wrong in all this. Protohype and Shards and Infinite and Zeta, they could have not said any better. In fact, Lats, Lats, my God, he could have not said any better as well. It's all based off whatever you can recover. These kids don't understand how much you make on streams. They thought that you make money, good money out of it. They don't. Again, once again, last time you make money on merchandise, touring, and sometimes sample packs. That's it. Gonna wrap this up. This was a long episode that should have not taken this long, but I had to put my thoughts out. Okay. Um, guys, let me know your comments down below. What are your thoughts about this whole NSD never say die debacle with Trinity and Beer? Are you agree with the, with the artists? Are you disagree with them? Do you think that NSD should respond or not? Like, let me know in the comments down below. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with brand new topics. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast or at Lone Wolf Pop, where you can check all my latest episodes of the Wolf Pack Podcast and the Lone Wolf Podcast. Also, you can check out the audio version at SoundCloud, Spotify, our Heart Radio, and Apple Podcasts. Um, Comment down below. Let me hear your foster experiences. And if you got something that you want me to cover, please let me know in the comments down below. And I'm going to do my best to talk about it on the next episode. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right? Peace.